Hi, Alex. We are back with our topic of quick and dirty cheap. And this show, we're going to revisit cleaning. Yes. Cleaning is everything on a house. Sometimes I say that if you just clean strong enough, it's like you flipped the house. <laughs> we'll get down and dirty today, or at least learn how not to get down and dirty. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, and I'm actually in Florida today. Thank goodness I get to enjoy some good weather because I had some Airbnbs that I needed to check up on down here and get them ready for the season again that will hopefully be opening up soon. Great. I mean, I know my Airbnb is starting to pick back up and uh, I'm at my Airbnb now because we have the same thing. So I have been working with this cleaning lady in Florida and she is awesome and she has actually gotten certified to clean in multiple She's gotten multiple certificates to clean, one of which includes COVID certified. And I thought that was really interesting. And I can't wait to hear more from her. Oh, I'd love to hear about it. I've never heard of COVID certified for cleaning. So I'd love to hear about it. I think it's the latest and greatest. Hey, Yeti. Hi, Yeti. Hi, Alex Annie. How are you? Doing great. It's nice to meet you. You too. And I love your background. I wish I, I, wish I was there instead of here. <laughs> yes, that's where I plan to be later today if I can get it that pretty, but I doubt it. <laughs> she has a background of a beach going on. Yes, tropical theme. I am in Florida and I specialize in vacation rentals. So this is my view about five days a week. If I oh, can that's awesome. <laughs> and that's a nice view. Yeah, not as quite, but. <laughs> so, Yeti, tell us your full name, please. Sure. So, my name is Jetty Beth Morales, and I go by Yeti. The easiest way to pronounce it is like the cooler cups. So, I did not invent them, but Yeti, <laughs> if you can remember the cooler cups, you got me. <laughs> and Yeti, how did you get started in cleaning? So I actually grew up cleaning. My mother was a commercial manager for a major company in Florida throughout Naples, Tampa Bay, Sarasota. So I would spend a lot of my time going with her to different banks, different offices, police stations, you name it, kind of learning the ropes and in and outs of commercial. And then I decided that I got tired of calling or naming uh, my hobby as cleaning. So my friends always came over and said, your house is so clean. Can you teach me? And I said, well, you know, I really specialize in commercial, but let's go ahead and try. So my mother-in-law is a hospitality manager for Marriott for 30 plus years. And she has taught me the in and outs of hospitality cleaning. She keeps me up to date on all the latest trainings that they have on, on how to disinfect and properly clean a hotel room. And we actually practice and do drills on how quickly I can turn a room. So it's instilled in my blood and in my family. And from there, it just took off. So you take this pretty serious. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> so we're going to start calling you a cleaning specialist. I think you've earned that title. Yeah, I think so too. So Yeti, with all the stuff that's been going on with this new virus, I know you had mentioned that you got certified so that you could clean properly. And I have no idea what that entails. I didn't even know it was an option. And I was wondering if you could tell us more about what that looks like. 
Yes, of course. I am so happy that you asked because it is a trending question that is out there in various channels and groups that I've been a part of. So there is not an actual specified certification for COVID-19 because we are in uncharted waters, who, which is the World Organization and CDC, have not created an actual content for certification. However, there are a lot of different trainings that you can do. You can stay on top of the World Health Organization for your state and your local resources, and they actually give you a list of things that you're supposed to follow. So it's a, it's a tough one because a lot of people are asking, well, how do you become certified? As a janitorial company, when we opened up, there was a lot of training that you have to go through for proper disinfecting and sanitizing of a property. So with that, I have taken extensive amounts of training for pesticides, for OSHA, for proper disinfecting and sanitizing. I have partnered up with a lot of the companies that actually are doing the fogging within the cities of Florida. And they have actually been able to show me and we've been able to get together and do the fogging and figure out how to do the dilution ratios and do different samples on different buildings to see how the product actually sits. So for anyone who has an HVAC company, carpet cleaning, restorations like that, the IICRC, there is a certification that you can go and get so that you are properly able to disinfect and sanitize for COVID. But mainly it's just having the proper PPE, which is the protective equipment, the masks, the booties, making sure that you are fully protected, which we are when we go in, and then having that proper machine. What is fogging? Fogging. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never heard of that. <laughs> so fogging, I have an electrostatic sprayer. It is the Curtis Dino Hurricane. It is out of stock everywhere. So <laughs> if, if you're looking for it, I think they're coming in in August. But it is an electrostatic sprayer. And what it does is you put vital oxide in it, which is a seven-in-one disinfectant, essentially the world's healthiest disinfectant for COVID. You put that inside of the machine and it charges the liquid into a droplet. That droplet disperses into the air and stays there. So if you walk through and you cough into the air, it can kill it on contact. So I remember watching your quarantine routine podcast and you mentioned HVAC and sanitizing HVAC. And that is one thing that I have always been pushing for, especially since this came out because of the quality air. So what is the liquid that you put into? Vital oxide. Where do do you you get that? Do you know what it consists of? Awesome. It is a seven-in-one disinfectant hospital grade. That is what all of the hospitals use and are using proactively mm-hmm. to kill viruses. You can only buy that at a janitorial store if you're licensed as a janitor. Okay. So our listeners can't get it, but at least they know <laughs> it exists. <laughs> Call your local janitor's stores mm-hmm. and see what type of disinfectants they have that you could use if you want to put it in a spray form. A really good, before the entire COVID came out, I was always walking around with a bottle of alcohol diluted rubbing alcohol and water. And that is before I even enter a home, I would just spray it. If I ever stayed in a hotel, I would spray the beds. So essentially it's going to do the same thing if you're not able to get your hands on a disinfectant. So you do alcohol and water. And later in the show, the people that I spoke with, they do peroxide. Oh, I like peroxide. So about the same thing with you. Yeah, I'm a peroxide and also baking soda. 
I love, love it. <laughs> I, I forget to dilute my rubbing alcohol, and I just pour rubbing alcohol on my skin when I ran out of hand sanitizer. <laughs> That's funny. I would do the same. Just they actually, they have a Heaven Hill hand sanitizer right now that I mm-hmm. got at a restaurant I was picking up food at, and I smelt it. It took me straight back to college days, and I like, almost gave me a hangover instantly. I don't know if if Everyone is aware that our bourbon distilleries started distilling hand sanitizer during COVID-19. Wow. So they have the resources. They do. So Yeti, with the COVID stuff, what is the practices that they teach you to use on a house when disinfecting? So that's a great question. The first thing that you do is you disinfect the front door and you let it sit. And then for me, I go in and I fog. So I will go in with my machine. I'll start at the back of the house. Well, first of all, the house has to be cleaned first. So if I'm cleaning the home, I'm going to clean it first with my normal typical products. After that, I'm going to fog it to do that deep clean for the disinfectant. But you just take the machine, you start at the back of the house. It goes about eight to 10 feet out in a form of a fog. So it's, you know, and it just wraps itself around every surface. It goes underneath the comforter, saturates itself through the carpets, it goes underneath the keyboards of the computers. And so what you do is you saturate the entire home with that, let it sit, and that's it. That's all you have to do. With this fogger, again, where can listeners find this anywhere? I understand they can't find they can't find the stuff that goes in it, but we can figure that one out. Yeah, they might be able to. They might. Maybe their janitorial right now is doing something specifically to help. It might not be the vital oxide, the high grade one, but still a disinfectant. But there is the Curtis Dino. You can find it any janitorial store. I know Home Depot, mm-hmm. a lot of people are using the Ryobi. It's not recommended because that's more for a pest control, but I have seen a lot of companies using that for smaller sources on houses, and it does work effectively. The other one that is highly recommended is the Victory Sprayer. Victory Sprayer. Where can that be found? On Victory's website directly. Okay. So sometimes when I'm cleaning or well, I can clean anybody else's house better than my own, but I have a huge mental block when it comes to my house. Right. And I think a lot of it is probably because I just have my junk sitting out. And I'm wondering if you have any advice on how to like tackle a whole house worth of stuff. And my mom would always say, you got to clean for the cleaning lady. You got to pick up <laughs> so that they don't have to pick up. But how do you pick up that? I'm, I just get stuck. It's very common to get stuck when you're trying to clean your own house. I'm guilty of that, too. It is much harder to clean my own house versus when I go to clean someone else's. What I have realized is that there's a difference between cleaning and organizing. So I notice that if I'm trying to clean and organize at the same time, I get extremely frustrated. (laughs) So what I do is I'll grab a bucket or a hamper. I will always end at the kitchen. So I'll start at the front door and I will take a bucket and my cleaning supplies and anything that does not belong in that room goes into a bucket and out. I may not have time to put the stuff in the bucket away, but when I leave the room, there is nothing in there that belongs. Uh, You can always push things against the wall. If you're cleaning a dresser that just has clothes and then perfumes and then maybe some makeup here, if you just push it all against the wall, it gives it a cleaner look, especially in the bathrooms. A lot of people 
leave everything out and just push it back. It gives it a cleaner look. That's the best way to do it. Tackling a house, uh, put a bucket with your solution and just grab a microfiber and just wipe everything down. And it's so much faster. Interesting. That's good Does advice. Does that help at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never thought to do that because I guess I'm like, oh, I'm going to create something else for myself to do. But you're right. The mental uh, comfort in executing a full room is is probably worth to get a junk pile going. <laughs> Yeti, do you have any other tips? So all you need is a microfiber rag and Dawn soap. So if you put a little bit of soap inside of a bucket and a microfiber rag, you can clean any surface an entire house with that. The key to it, though, is to making sure that there's no water in the rag. So you have to wring it out really good. You can do sliding glass doors, mirrors, fixtures, toilets, counters. Of course, you want to disinfect if you're actually cleaning a vacation rental. But for your personal home, it is so easy. I will clean my entire house in an hour with just a rag and soap, and you can feel the freshness. I love Dawn, too. A tip that I have for laundry is if there is a stain, if there's anything, I take Dawn, especially if it's a greasy stain. I put Dawn on it, fold it up, put it in the laundry, wait. And then when I put that in the wash, it will come out. So Dawn is a great, great tip. Dawn, peroxide, and baking soda. For all three are so great. So great. Vinegar? Vinegar too. I use vinegar a lot. So how long does it usually take you to do an average size home or Airbnb? Three hours, four hours. And is that you by yourself? No. Are you? Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> six hours. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a six-hour job with two people. You can get it done in three to four hours. The mm -hmm. biggest thing about the vacation rentals is that you're not just going in there to clean. You have to go around and gather the linens, make sure that there's no damages. Mm -hmm. You have to prepare to be able to determine if that anything has been damaged, distinguish what is actually dirty and clean filters. So it does take time. You have to get inside all of the cabinets, make sure there's not a cockroach in there or hair. <laughs> hair. Yeah. <laughs> Pull open all the drawers. Yeah. Uh, clean out the fork and knife container. Yes. That is always, always. That in the toaster. The toaster's a big deal. Yeah. Toaster always have to clean it out. Yeah. <laughs> always clean in the toaster. <laughs> It is true. It, it's a few things. I think when somebody walks into an Airbnb, like me, I would go straight to the microwave, see if it would be clean. Look at that toaster. And if those are done, then you're good. You're good. I can actually put a bunch of tricks together as I go and realize, oh, this is actually a trick. This is something I do. <laughs> a big one is the vacuum also. I use a backpack vacuum. It is commercial. It is expensive, but you can get underneath an entire bed without actually having to move the bed, which a lot of cleaners, you have to move the bed and use the regular standard vacuum. So if you own a cleaning company out there, get a backpack vacuum. <laughs> the good thing about it is wow. that it actually pulls suction all the way across versus your standard vacuum where it only pulls where it's going and then you have to bend out. The pole rotates around where it goes flat underneath a bed, flat underneath a dresser. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> it can pick up, it can actually pick up drywall. I have done uh, new construction cleaning where I have picked up chunks of drywall. 
If not, then you can get a Cuban mop for a dollar fifty at any store, right? And a Cuban mop is just a stick with it looks like a, the shape of a T. You can get a microfiber. Uh, you can get a bucket with microfiber rags. That's how we mop. We put a bunch of microfiber rags. We wring them out and mop. And that's so much easier, especially if you're doing a dirty space and you could just throw the rags away instead of doing the entire mop head. I don't mm-hmm. like mops. I feel that they carry a lot of germs and I'm a germaphobe. Mm-hmm. So Cuban mop. Clearly a you're a germaphobe. <laughs> I've never heard it called a Cuban mop. I know. But I was that- going to say, is that the real name or did you make that? <laughs> <laughs> that is what everybody I know calls it. I've never heard of anything different. It is just, I call it the T, the T is it, is it almost like a Swiffer? No, it's a piece of wood and it's, it's just a, two pieces of wood attached like this. Like a T. Like a T. How do you keep the rag on there? So... Just by force of pushing it. So let's say that this is the the end of the stick. You just put your rag like this. So you fold it over. Then you'd mop the entire floor with a stick. Okay, I want video of this. I want you. <laughs> Let me show you. It's really hard to do that verbally so on a podcast, but if I Google if I Google Cuban mop, is it gonna come up? Maybe. You know what? I'm going to clean a ton of vacation rentals today. I will take a video for you. We can put it on Facebook. We can put it on the website. So that's absolutely great. We'll put it on our social media. Everybody's going to know what a Cuban mop is when we finish. <laughs> and and if it, it might not even term, be named a Cuban mop. <laughs> since the term it is now. Yeah, it's going to be called a Cuban mop. Yeah. <laughs> We'll call it the Yeti mop. Yeah, I have no idea where the term came from. Uh, When I first started cleaning the residentials, I had a mentor, and that's what she said. She's like, you have to use the Cuban mop. And I said, oh, okay, well, fine. I'll try it out, and it works good. Was she Cuban? She actually was. I'm not, but she is. (laughs) So maybe. Maybe that's where it came from. Carmen calls it the Dominican mop. There you go. And I'll call it the Panamanian stick. There we go. <laughs> We're just going to call it the, the stick. The stick the mop. Stick. <laughs> well, Yeti, you definitely set a great, a high bar of excellence and you have great standards for cleaning. I thank you. appreciate how much attention to detail you have. Oh, thank you. We've learned a lot. I've had fun. That's what we always say. We want to be educational and have fun doing it. So thank you a lot. Oh, thank you. If there's anything else I can help with in the future as I get better, (laughs) I'm happy to come back and help. We're going to take a break when we come back. And I hope you stick around too, because I did an earlier interview with two women here in Louisville, and they have an all natural cleaning line supply. One does residential. The other does uh, Airbnb. They make all their own products and it's going to be great with the two side by side as far as your process, their process, your products. I like that. I like that. So it gives people a choice too. So this is going to be wonderful. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. And I hope that you both enjoy the rest of your day. Thank Thank you. You too. Do you have a favorite cleaning tool or product? We'd love to hear about it and share your thoughts with our followers on Facebook and Instagram. 
While you're there, you can also check out the Fogger, Cuban Mop, and Backpack Vacuum that Yeti recommends. Coming up later, Annie and Alex offer some tips on how to get your construction crew to keep things clean during a rehab project. But now, it's Annie's turn to talk dirt with her favorite cleaning specialist. Well, with this season being all about quick and dirty cheap, I've been so excited since I have met you ladies. Um, We met through our interest in all natural cleaning products. So I want to introduce, we have Sandra Jack of Happy Housekeepers and Jessica Kirsch of Crystal Clean Detail Cleaning. Welcome, ladies. Hi. (laughs) And uh, should I mention that you're sisters? Sure. Well, we're actually sisters and we have sister cleaning companies. Her Crystal Clean has the residential cleaning and I'm the Happy Housekeepers. I do Airbnb. We help each other out. And that's how Jessica and I actually met was you're going to be cleaning my Airbnb. And when I found out that it was all natural cleaning products, uh, it was just a bonus. So I got so excited when we met because I have turned to all natural cleaning products just for health reasons. So our first conversation was, you know, three hours. So So tell me uh, and tell the listeners how you got into all natural cleaning products. Well, I actually started getting an interest in the uh, all natural cleaning supplies because my sister, um, she started buying Thieves uh, from Young Living. Uh, the thieves uh, concentrate and she was using that and I thought you know well I love this stuff but it's so expensive so I started uh, looking up DIY different cleaners and um, and my kids also you know they're they're all under four I have three children under four and they like to chew on blankets and chew on clothes and I even caught my two-year-old chewing on a carpet So I thought, you know, this stuff is great. I love it. Um, I, I just want to find a way to make it cheaper. And, uh, and I think that uh, the cheaper solution that I came up with after I've altered it a bit and uh, came up with the best version of what I found, I think that it's actually, it's very cost effective to make. The bottles cost more than the cleaner does to make. And they work so great. Everybody that's ever used them just swears by them. My mom's always begging me for bottles of my peppermint powerhouse that I clean bathrooms with. It takes out urine smell. It takes stains off of everything. I use it in stoves. My all-natural bleach alternative for laundry. My mom and my boyfriend swear by it. My mom uses it all the time till it's empty. My boyfriend says nothing's ever taken and stains out of his work clothes. And he works in a factory like my bleach alternative and it's color safe and all natural. I love it. your own business, you have to find cost efficient ways of, you know, supplying the cleaners. And I was spending like a hundred dollars a week on cleaners. And that's what, you know, sparked my interest in thieves is because, I mean, even though it's a little bit more expensive, it's a concentrate. So that one little $30 bottle, I think it costs, um, would last me like three or four months. So I was, you know, going from a hundred dollars a week to, I'm not good at math. <laughs> um, a lot less than $100. <laughs> um, and then I kind of just started adding my own ingredients to the thieves. And now she buys my supplies. <laughs> well, <laughs> it really doesn't take hardly any time at all. It's just I, we have, you know, a whole selection of essential oils. You know, both of us have our, you know, arsenals. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can make stuff as we need it for like. This is my kit. Oh, mine's a lot bigger <laughs> than that. I have it. <laughs> Yeah, it just, it, it all came down to money, really, and that we just wanted to save some money. And then we really liked the products. It seemed like they were working better than 
the stuff that you would buy in the store. And then, of course, when the pandemic started, you couldn't buy that stuff in the store and you couldn't buy hand sanitizer disinfectant. And, you know, luckily we already knew how to make most of that, except for toilet paper. That was another thing that was in short <laughs> supply. So yeah, I haven't gotten into making toilet paper yet, but maybe one day. Well, just the fact that the two of you all were doing cleaning so much that you are around all of that. I mean, you were exposing yourself to so many chemicals with the other cleaners that now I keep talking about everybody taking their health into their own hands. So that's pretty much what you did. Yeah. And I, you know, I noticed the difference now too, because when I do my laundry now, it smells like, like lemon and, and lemongrass. And then when my mom wa washes clothes, uh, because she's in the duplex above us, washes clothes in the same washer with bleach and laundry soap she gets at the store. I'm just like, I can't stand that smell. I know it smells so much better. It works so much better <laughs> and it's cheaper. What more can you ask for? Really? Sandra, talk to me too about your furniture polish. I'm really interested in your furniture polish. Well, you use one cup of coconut oil and that in itself is really beneficial for wood and it brings wood back to life. I've used it on, you know, old wood that you wouldn't think, you know, you would just trash it, but I brought it back to life with my coconut oil. And then I add four drops of sweet orange and four drops of pine. I mean, of course you can double or triple or whatever the recipe and it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, I have recipes for hand sanitizer. I, oh, she, she mentioned about the, the kids munching on the carpet. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny because, you know, with this COVID-19 going around, people don't realize that they, they could be tracking that on the bottom of their shoes. I mean, they tested shoes in the hospital. And I think it was like 50% of the bottoms of uh, shoes had the COVID-19 on it. So if you just sprinkle cinnamon on your carpet and you let it sit for like 15 minutes, not only will it deodorize the carpet, but it will actually sanitize. Wow, that is wonderful. So then we have to protect ourselves when we go in and we clean these houses. And I think it's it's easy for me to say anyway that I feel 100% safe with the products that we use and disinfecting things. And Jessica, tell me too, I want to let the listeners know how you make your degreaser. Because you told me your recipe and it's amazing and I want to know how you do that. Okay, well, just to keep it my specific recipe, I won't tell you how much, but um, for my uh, bleach alternative that I use, which I actually have a bottle of it here, I don't have a label on it because I made it today. This is my bleach alternative and if you want to give that a smell and let them know I how have fresh that smelled smells. Ooh, oh, just oh, like, smells like, uh, like summer lemons, like my, my actually, my four-year-old says that it smells like candy every like time I make it. So what I use is first I uh, fill a five-gallon bucket of water up halfway with hot water. Then what I add to it is some peroxide, which actually peroxide is what they use to sanitize things at hospitals. That's why if you go into a hospital and you notice the odor that's in the hospital, it's not like bleach or anything like that. It's not good for you. It's really not good for you, bleach. So I use peroxide in my cleaner. I also use lemon juice in my cleaner, which is antibacterial. It's cleansing. And then I put Thieves Essential Oil. Um, sometimes I use five guards essential oil, which is cheaper and it has the same essential oil blend in it as thieves. Then I use tea tree oil and I use lemon essential oil. There's also baking soda in it. I clean with baking soda. I love it. Just baking soda out of the box. It cleans better than any cleanser when you're cleaning your bathtub, your sink, your entire bathroom and kitchen. Carpet too. I tested it because I wasn't sure what it would do to the carpet because I was new to it. So I tested it by putting some of my cleaner in with my carpet cleaner that I have from when I bought my carpet. 
scrubber, but I put it in with it and I scrubbed my carpet the one day because, you know, I have kids and they make a mess in there. My two-year-old spilt chocolate milk on the floor and it was brown, dark brown. And I was like, oh my goodness. I uh, started scrubbing with my solution in there with the carpet scrubber and it took it out right away. It and it even took out stains that were in my carpet from a year ago that my carpet scrubbing solution never got out. It was it's amazing. And also for the listeners, I'm going to have you both talk about your product, where you can get your product, where we can find it. I'm so anxious. I have some stains in the carpet that I'd like to take care of. <laughs> Jessica, I'd also like for you to tell another story about your residential cleaning and as far as the almost aromatherapy, I want to call it. With me, uh, she does mostly B&Bs, my sister. Um, but with me, I do mostly residentials. So I came up with a niche for my company. And uh, what I do is since I work with the essential oils and the natural cleaners, what I do is the first time I go to someone's home, I have a brochure that I bring with me. And uh, when I go on the house cleaning, I bring a box of my essential oils. What I offer is if you choose to be a long-term customer with me, or even if you want to have me every once in a while, I will keep you in your file as the specific cleaner that you chose your scent to be. I can clean making your scent with eucalyptus, which smells wonderful. It has a lot of stimulating benefits. Uh, I can clean the house with lemongrass or rose or ylang-ylang or whatever you want. Lavender, peppermint, spearmint. I have one customer that likes orange because she's pregnant and she said that all of the other scents bother her, but orange she likes. I mean, everybody is so different. So when I make a file for a person, I make the file based on what scent they like the best so that when they come home to their clean house after we clean, we're done cleaning it, you know, they walk in and they're like, oh, it smells like oranges in here. Oh, it smells like lavender in here. I'm in love. And, and you know, it, it makes it personalized. It makes them feel comfortable in their own home. Like, like it, it's an escape for them. And I, I really enjoy making people feel like that. I'm a big lavender person. And my best friend is like, uh, she has an allergic reaction to lavender. So I have to be really careful because I love lavender. I would choose lavender or probably the orange because it just smells so clean and the lemon. So I also uh, personalize the B&Bs because I make hand soaps. I have soaps that are called Vacation. These are made with cucumber, melon, and peppermint. I love, this is my favorite smell for sure. I have Wake Up Call and Jet Lag, all B&B related names. I have B&B Brew. I don't customize the scents because, you know, I have a lot of B&Bs to clean in one day. I just carry one thing. It's usually <laughs> the peppermint cleaner with the eucalyptus and tea tree for antibacterial. But I'm also doing something right now with the COVID-19 going on where I bring in ozone machines and I disinfect the air and all surfaces. It only takes like a few minutes of the ozone machine to go to kill everything. I'm just trying to protect myself. I want to protect guests and of course, make people feel safe and comfortable and, you know, they're not going to go in there and touch things and, you know, get the virus from it. So I'm amazed that somebody else has an ozone machine. I have an ozone machine also because of all the different houses that we flip. There's so many times there's really a bad smell and you can put that in there and it smells like fresh rain. So for the listeners, an ozone machine I'm not 100% sure how it works, but it has to do with negative ions and they put negative ions in the air and takes out the smell. So you're 
the only other person that I've ever heard that owns one of those. So I'm really impressed. <laughs> I have one in my car, one in my cleaning arsenal bucket, and then one in my house. Sandra, mine's called Ozonator, and I think I have like the industrial type, and I ours was a little bit expensive. I think I paid 300 I got mine on Amazon before the pandemic, actually, so it was a little bit cheaper then than it is now. It was 60 then. Mine's also industrial. I think it works up to like 5,000 square feet or something. And when I go and clean a property, I'll put it in one room, shut the door, clean somewhere else with a mask and gloves on. And then I'll move the ozone throughout the house. So I'm not in the same room with it, but then I can start to take my mask off because I can, you know, trust the air and the surfaces that they don't have germs on them. I always make sure that I'm, you know, not bringing any germs home to my family. So that's really important to me right now is, you know, it, it started as just a hobby, making cleaners and, and all this other stuff in gardening, but now it's actually just survival. You know, you can't go to the store and buy this stuff. So, you know, as a mother, that that's scary, feeling like you're not going to provide for your children with food, you know, the economy crashing. And so I started this massive garden. I have 36 pepper plants, 36 tomato plants, three rows of corn, you know, and, and it all comes down for me as plants. Plants equal survival. You know, whether it's to make herbal remedies, you know, if your family gets sick, to protect your family with herbal, you know, cleaners or to feed your family, like it, it all comes down to plants for me. I'm really passionate about it. I wanted to tell you that I know quite a bit because I've done my research and I try to do my own cleaners, but I have learned so much from you ladies. I'm amazed. So you've really just impressed me and I actually know a little bit about the subject, but I've learned a lot today. So I'm excited to get the little natural soaps too for my Airbnb. Oh, I can personalize them for you too. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you all so much. I've so enjoyed it. I've learned a lot. I'm sure the listeners have learned a lot and I'm looking forward to uh, having you all back again. Oh, definitely. We, We would love to be back on your show again. And I am so glad that we were able to discuss this with you and with your listeners too, because it's something that I've become and she's become very passionate about. Especially now. We want to make everyone and our family so much safer and, and more comfortable in their homes and and, you know, this stuff is, is so much better and so much cheaper to make and to safer. Eat, yes, and safer than store-bought chemical products and works better. I, I live by it. I will so never use better. a product bought in a store ever again, unless it's paper towels. No. <laughs> and I'm going to be posting recipes on my Facebook page often. So if you want to take a peek at that. Great. And I just want to inspire women to, you know, go, go out of your comfort zone every once in a while. Try new things. I mean... We didn't know what we were doing. We just, you know, kind of threw ourselves into it and it just happened to be good. I mean, I think (laughs) I didn't expect such great results out of our products and we've had phenomenal results. Well, I love the fact, again, you're two women who have just gone for it. You just did it. And I love that. It's what Fixin' Vixens, that's what Alex and I have done too. So, well, it has been wonderful and I'm sure we will chat again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Does all this talk of fresh aromas and smart cleaning mixtures get you excited about cleaning your house? Right now, the sisters are offering Fixin' Vixen's fans a couple of great specials. You can get the Peppermint Powerhouse Multi-Purpose Bathroom Cleaner for $5.99. That's the 32-ounce bottle. They're also offering a gallon of laundry soap for $10.99 and a couple of other deals. Just head to our Facebook page to find the link to Crystal Clean Detail Cleaning. Wow, that was amazing. That was just chock filled with so much information. 
And I didn't know anything about natural products before, so I'm really excited to have learned about them and implement them into my cleaning routine. It's so great to be able to give people this information. So then they make their decisions, but I have been on to cleaning to all natural cleaning products for a while just for health reasons. And so now I think it's even that much more important. And I love that what Yeti mentioned was the fogger and what these women mentioned was the ozone machine or ozonator. So it's just fascinating that there are two ways that you can actually clean the air. Totally. I think it's interesting too, how both of them, it seems like it runs in their family, you know, it's in their blood to clean Mm -hmm. properly. And that's exciting. I think that's when, you know, you have a really good cleaning team going. And I've always felt like when it comes to flipping, I'm like, sometimes on some houses, if you just got a great group of cleaning ladies in there, or men cleaning people, then, you know, it's almost better than the contractors could do sometimes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like a cleaning people crew could flip a house better than a contractor could in some situations. I like calling them cleaning specialists. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> yes, I like cleaning specialists because it is a specialty. I mean, it is a tough job and you've got to be, you've got to love it. You've got to love to clean. You've got to be passionate about cleaning. Just like Sandra and Jessica, they're passionate about cleaning. And you can tell Yeti is too. Definitely. And, you know, it's interesting too. Sometimes in a rehab project, when people start losing their momentum and, you know, like the contractors will start getting bummed out and I get bummed out. I feel like we're not making any progress. You know, it's been a week and nothing else is done. Sometimes I just go in there and just clean, even, you know, organize the tools, get rid of the sawdust, put things where they go and just clean up the room. That's it. And it will project the rehab project into the next phase. And it creates a new vibration for everyone to get excited about. To me, if an area is clean, they're less likely to trash it. If an area is not cleaned, all of a sudden, a contractor will just start trashing because it's dirty anyway. So we go in and we'll just clean and get everything looking really good. So then they like use the garbage can. Yeah, or... yeah. <laughs> and not the floor as the garbage can which is what they do it's or the yard exactly, or yeah. it's exactly what they do you know just wherever wherever they happen to be but i use cleaning as a tool to motivate contractors also and they seem to feel better about the job when it's clean if not i don't think they care as much well alex that leads us to the next episode which is organization yes organization is everything. Yes, it is. Organization, cleaning, they're kind of the same coin there. And we're going to have to guess. One of our guests was an RVD submission from Gregory. And then we're going to have Alicia, who specializes in home offices. So Gregory's submission is going to be, he lives in a tiny apartment and he's asked us for help in getting organized and utilizing the most out of his space. And then the second one is me asking Alicia for advice on how to organize my home office because those who can't do teach and I cannot organize myself at all. So I'm helping Gregory and Alicia, or we are helping Gregory and Alicia is helping me. (laughs) And helping all the listeners as we go along. So a lot of listeners, if you want to see uh, what we're discussing and some of the information, then you can go to our social media. 
we have the YouTube, we have Instagram, we have Facebook. So if you want to get more information, uh, see some of Yeti's tricks, some of the Yeti tricks, uh, and also some of the recipes and information, then they can go to social media. It is fixinvixens.com. And we also want to encourage you guys to share your stories or any topics that you want to hear about from us. That helps us, you know, make sure we're tackling all the topics that you guys want to hear about. So please reach out and let us know if we can do better. We've got Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube is our greatest source for finding the how-to videos. And also, please review our podcast. We need more five stars. Yes, review and rate. Okay, thanks, Alex. Thanks, Annie. I'll talk to you next week. The Fix and Vixens is brought to you by The Church of Pod, Louisville, Kentucky's most inviting and inspiring podcast studio, available for rental. Our hosts are Annie McMichael and Alex Bolton. Music provided by Louisville's very own Mama Said String Band. The video version of the show, edited by Jeff McMichael. Produced by Fixin' Vixens and Nightport Media. Special thanks to Elaine Appleton Grant and Podcast Allies. Executive produced and edited by me, Janice Jensen.